All right, good evening, everybody. It's Big Matt from the Locker Room from the Matt and Todd Show. We're doing a special session here of the Locker Room, and we got Hayden in here. He's up from North Carolina area, big-time Auburn fan. He's been covering this stuff for a while. He's got plenty of notes. He can't wait to get it all out. We appreciate this young man here for coming in and taking some time with us, and we're just going to break down some Auburn and try to figure out what the heck is going on. I think we've already figured out what's going on down there, but we're going to share it with you guys. So, uh from Primetime Sports Network. Hayden, take it away, man. How you doing? Good, Jim. I'm doing very good, sir. Um, well, uh, the news is always going to be the – it's Coach Harson right now. So, what's your – from what you've seen in the interviews and what are you gathering for the week, the feeling? I feel like uh, – I feel like he knows he's stepping on hot toes right now. He's stepping on some hot coals. He's got to have, he's got to have the next couple weeks underneath his belt. He's got to be able to uh, figure out what the whole game plan is for the next coming weeks. Because I mean, they've got a big stretch coming into the next couple weeks with uh, uh, Missouri. I mean, I, I mean, I feel like we're going to be pretty good against Missouri. But then you got LSU, you got Georgia. I mean, you got the whole SEC. This, uh, yeah, it's basically this, hard. It's about to get real hard for Harson, and I feel like he's going to fill the burners before he knows it. Now, you know, we were talking about Crane and Company. Um, do you? He thinks that coach is going to be out like in the By next week. couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you? You think he will? You think I, well, I, I'm real big in the Twitter spaces, so I get in those and listen to what people are saying, and I mean, I'm sure. Most of them aren't professionals and don't know really what, much of what they're talking about. But one they of them, I don't, it's okay. They don't. Even. <laughs> um, uh, one of them was saying they they highly doubt, and I, I kind of agree with this. They highly doubt that he's out during the bye week. Um, it'd be it'd be unheard of of Auburn doing something like that. They've never done something like that. They've always waited to get the year over with because. I feel like it just—it's just something Auburn wouldn't want to do. It's hard on them to already decide what they want to do for them to make an impulsive decision on the bye week when you've got—I think it's two or three or four more weeks after that. I mean, I mean, the guy can turn it around. He can switch the locker room. I mean, he can—I feel like he could—he could possibly pull through if they just give him some time. Uh, just, just give him some time. Yeah, you know. The hardest thing with that, I think some people are even giving kickback on the situation with Frost. Now, we broke the news Sunday night through some connections that um, he had had some drinking problems and that Coach Frost had liquor on his breath at practice. So if there's liquor on his breath, I just said, he's drinking out in the parking lot before he comes to practice. You got to let him go right now. Yeah. Uh, and then Herm Edwards' situation out there, that was another topic. You know, Herm gets kind of – I think he kind of got promoted. Really, they moved him up to be like president of the athletics or something. They're going to release him of his head coaching duties. But yeah, like you said, I don't, I don't see what there is really to gain. Not unless they had somebody already in line, you know, to come in. And me and you both know they wanted Steele. They wanted Kevin Steele to be the to be the guy. And he was stabbing him. He was stabbing him in the back from day one. So. Number one, Harson rolls into a bad situation, one, because of the boosters and all the drama that's been going on in Auburn since, um, well, honestly, my study of it and knowing since the 60s and 70s. And 
then his own assistant coach here is going to be helping him out, supposed to be, still stabbing. Well, he was stabbing Gus in the back because he was trying to boot him out so they could get him in, and he's rubbing elbows with the booster. So Harson kind of comes in the middle of that, and uh, he just winds up cleaning house and trying to get rid of everybody. And, yes, people say, well, he's not from the South and he don't have the connections, maybe the lingo to talk to the – Football is football, and I do understand about talking to kids. I've coached kids, and I understand um, communicating with them is different in different ways. But three, lastly, they're not helping him. I don't care who you hire down there. They're not – the boosters are supposed to – now that it's legal to pay players, (laughs) now it's legal, they're not helping him at all, man. So I don't care who they hire down there. I don't – you said something good. Hayden said it don't matter if they hire Nick Saban. They're not going to leave him. They're going to be up his butt constantly, and he he wouldn't put up with it, and he had to cut out a lot of stuff when he came to Bama. It took him years to get rid of a lot of that. So, Yeah, that's like uh, a few years ago when they wanted to get um, Kirby, and Kirby told him, he said, you let me coach this Alabama defense. or Was he offense or defense? I think it was defense coordinator yeah. at Georgia. And he said, let me just coach this, this team to the national championship, which I think they won it that year. And – I gotta have a little control. I gotta be able to control this destiny how I want to control it, and I need some. I need some space, and y'all gonna have to deal with it. And they wouldn't give it to him, so he backed no. out. They they lost him, and th- then that's when they went to Gus, and they they went to Gus because they just think they just thought his offensive play style was just through the roof, and they thought that he was the good choice back but then. And he was already there, and, and Gus it helped him along because he was established. At Auburn, he was a familiar face on the plains. He had helped lead them to a national championship. And yep. some of his play calling was okay. But honestly, I've watched that. I've been watching Auburn since the 80s. Bo Jackson's my favorite player by far. And Cam Newton was just special. And him and Nick Fairley on the defense won that title. Mm. And it's yep. just period. I don't I don't want to be, say, maybe as, as long-winded that, well, you know, if Gus wasn't there, they probably would have won it anyway. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's true. But. He was familiar, and now Brian, uh, he's not. And his coaches no. are from different places. And and I think I think that's one of his biggest downfalls is bringing everyone with him from Boise. I mean, that's his one of his biggest downfalls because you look at Boise's offensive calling out there when they were winning big games out there with Boise. I mean, it's the same exact plays. Yeah. I mean, you I mean you watch the film side by side, and it's the same exact plays, and you kind of wonder with these guys if they're like oh shoot he brought everybody with them let's throw his playbook in the mix and we know what they're running and it really it really makes me wonder if it's just not brian harson if it's yeah. if it's the coordinators as a whole yeah, uh, yeah. because i mean I, i've been trying to figure out who's really running the play calls if it's uh, eric up in the box or if it's Harson down on the field i mean and nobody really knows nobody can really say like oh yeah this is his cues this is him this is him calling plays on the sideline so it may be the coordinators are the ones that are kind of putting them in the pine box honestly and it's well, kind of it's yeah, kind of talking, putting him in a sticky situation now that the situation now tell us a little bit about i, I watched some of that uh, press conference he had share with us a little bit about um what you kind of gathered from it and, and what you felt some of his words may have meant to you uh honestly i feel like he's unhappy 
I mean, just the way, like, yes, he came out last year like that sometimes, but this was a whole new level that, I mean, a lot of people have not seen from Brian Harson, even at his days at Boise. I mean, and when he would sometimes lose, I mean, you just didn't, you didn't see Brian Harson like this. And I think this is a new, a new personality of Brian Harson that nobody has seen and nobody knows how to really analyze how he is thinking, what he's thinking. And I mean, I know we're going to get down to the coaching thing later, but he tried to he tried to leave for the Washington job last year when Washington had that position open. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to get fired or not try to. I mean, sure he's gonna he's gonna try to win this game, but win these games in the stretch for Auburn. But if he wants that, Arizona. You think State he's at Arizona State? You think he yeah. wants to? I think I think I think that. Yeah, I think he wants to get back there on the out there on the West Coast. I mean, he knows that ground. He knows that stomping ground. He knows his he knows his high schools to go to, to where to get the players. He knows where to go, and I mean that that seems like a very viable option for Brian Harson to get out of a sticky situation that he is in and save his coaching career. Well, that yeah, I, I agree. Um, now, in saying that, and then we'll go to the part you was talking about. Uh, you know, far as like coaches and stuff. Okay, so. I, maybe okay. So we'll say that um, uh, Jake Crane that we both we both follow him pretty well. We and he does know what he's talking about. Yeah, uh, he knows Auburn pretty well because I believe his dad was an Auburn coach, wasn't he? Yeah, they've and and him and, and Blaine and they've all kind of coached or played and um, yeah. so you know who then that's the you know the million dollar question and and I'll give my take on who I don't want to see there. I'm tired of hearing it, but who I mean who the heck do they get? I mean who. Here's a question I ask on the show, and, and I get kind of aggravated by it. Who wants the Auburn job? Number one, uh, they only play the hardest schedule in probably in the country. Why? Well, that's crazy, Matt. Why are you saying that? We'll say, well, because uh, you play Georgia and Alabama every year. No, they, and that's not like they pick those games up on their schedule. They're going to play Alabama and the Iron Bowl, and Auburn and Georgia is the oldest, one of the oldest football traditions in the South. Yep. It's been around since the 1800s. That's when yep. the, the the Eagle flew around the field and they won the game, you know, six to nothing against Georgia in 1901 or whatever. So, mm-hmm. who the heck wants to come up here? And then also to win, you need to recruit. So, who wants to recruit against Kirby and Nick and play them every year? So, who, who do they get? I, that's Who's crazy enough to take the job. I, that's that's the question. That's the million dollar question. Everybody's wondering. A lot of people are saying with the rough year that Carolina Panthers have been having, I forget what his name is, uh, the head coach in Carolina. Maybe him if he if he wants to get back into the college game like he did oh, down yeah. in um, Matt Matt Rule. Rule. Yeah, I, I did hear his name. Possibly him, and then you know you've always heard Hugh Freeze because Hugh Freeze. That's who I like. I I think from day one when they're. Dude, Coach Freeze has done a good job. We got a, a, a guy here from the county that plays up there at Liberty, uh, Tyron Dupree. He plays on that team. Plays uh, like a linebacker, rover, in and out. Uh, yeah. He's quarterback here for Cherokee County, and uh, so we keep up with Liberty. They're a good team, man, and he, yeah. he's a he's a good coach. Uh, and I think his style of offense kind of fits the players that he can get um, here in the state and in Georgia because Auburn has always recruited Georgia pretty well. Yeah, they have. And Malzahn did a real good job in, in Georgia. He really yeah. did. I mean, he honestly did. And he did a pretty good job in Alabama, too, picking up some of the four-stars and stuff, getting the flip from Alabama. He did pretty good with that. And, and 
I get that. I mean, I get they wanted to change, but I don't honestly get why they left Malzahn. I get Malzahn was had his up and downs, but the AD. Hard. yeah, that's Alan Green. Yeah, and and that's another problem with Auburn right now is uh, the AD situation. I mean, nobody's running Alan Green. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alan Green left a couple weeks ago, and and. I feel like Carson feels like he's not protected no more because that's who protected him during the offseason when the whole scandal came out. And yep. if they bring in an AD that doesn't like Carson, has heard all the news of Carson over this offseason, this past offseason, uh, I mean, he could have the boot before you know it. He could be in there two days and have the boot. And, I mean, they're just going to pay the buyout and they're going <laughs> to say see you. I, I don't uh, – now, the name that I, I mentioned earlier, there's a name that I don't want. I'm tired of hearing this name. People – the people in Nebraska had on the shirt, call Urban. No, don't call. I don't. Urban Meyer is, I think his reputation is ruined. I don't ever think he was a fantastic coach. I think he was a good a coordinator of coaches because of the skill and the team that he put together. Uh, he had a good run when he had old uh, uh, Buckshot Jones up there, number 12 uh, quarterback, and, and he had a good yeah. run at Florida because of his assistance. Yeah. You know, and that's the same thing. We can, I ain't going to go into no detail about Alabama because this is the Auburn show. But yeah. Nick has been successful because of his assistance, and now he don't have elite assistance. And now, what does Alabama look? They, they look it's like a normal. They look like a good normal football team. Looks like Alabama could be. I don't know if they could win. You know, what if they win eight or nine games? That's fine with me. I'm an old school guy, Alabama fan. I remember getting their teeth knocked in and be happy to win six. Yeah, back I don't know. I'm talking 2000. about. I'm about in the in the late nineties. Yeah, we won after we won the title in '93, dude. I mean, we weren't doing crap. We went through like three yeah, that's, coaches. So that's that's where Malzahn did a good job. I know this is about horses, but Malzahn did a good job with the, his coaching because Trevon, uh, not Trevon Reed, but uh, T. Williams. He, I mean, T. Williams wanted the job when they kicked when they kicked Malzahn out, and he he really wanted the job, and the boosters didn't want to give him the job. And See, there's just too to much control, man. The, the, the Yellowwood staff and the Greyhound right down here in Birmingham. And I know the guys, and they just want to smoke cigars and hang around the rooms and, and drink whiskey, just like Pat did. See, Coach died. He got all that stuff started because Coach Bryant, which Pat come from Coach Bryant, yeah. Pat Bryant actually come out of the Army and was looking for a job, and, and Bear put him – he said, well, I can't pay you much, but you can come on and help defense. And that's – so they all come from that old screw, yeah. whiskey drinking, cigar smoking, and hanging out, and, you know, and playing cards and and – Coach Dye was left at Auburn too long in those offices, and I think now that might not be a popular. My cousins went to school down there. I have best friends who went to college at Auburn. I think that that Pat has just left such a big thumbprint. These boosters feel entitled, like, "Hey, I'm supposed to be down here." You know how old I am. You know how much money I've given down here, and nobody cares no more. You need to just go out and buy good players because now it's legal to do what everybody's been doing. Everybody's just been buy done. some players. But uh, go I don't throw the bag at them. Go, th- go throw the bag at uh, some offensive linemen like Texas has done. Picked up every big start offensive lineman out of the state of Texas and Oklahoma in the past three years. You know, I, yeah, I don't want to hear Dan Mullen or Urban Meyer. I just don't think that's. I don't think that works at Auburn. And I just Urban's don't. got his little gig with ESPN right now too, so I doubt he wants to leave that anyway. I, I just don't. I don't know about that. So we both kind of agree. We don't. We don't know if. We don't think that they're going to move Harson out quickly in the middle of the season, man. That, I'm telling you, that puts your team in a bad spot. I don't care how it really bad does. it is. You're just, like, tying up the nose to your college. Even though if the coach is not making good decisions or whatever, 
you can't do that. No. So if they no. keep him around to the end of the year and, uh, you know, what happens after the Iron Bowl or whatever, uh, but they need to be looking for somebody. Yeah. If, they, if they're if they going to really start thinking about giving him the boot and they're going to have to find a way to start a process earlier than what they did last time because it took forever. Yeah. It yeah. took forever. Everybody was sitting around wondering who's the next coach of Auburn football. You know what I mean? And Alan Green couldn't say nothing. The boosters wouldn't come out and say nothing. It's like – and then here I comes Alan all Green's best friend out of – Yeah, yeah. And here comes out Alan Green's hot tub best friend, you know. I mean, it's hard to say what they're going to do. I mean – And like you again, said, with, with AD problems, um, I, well, my, man, how are you going to hire a coach? You might even have an AD. I, so, uh, good gracious, man, there's somebody driving the ship and you want to start hiring a mechanic for the for the boat. Where nobody's even driving the darn thing, and it starts yeah. from the front. You know, when Mal Moore was uh, head over at Alabama, there was there was a goal. There was at least there was a mission. You know, a, a mission to for uh, for the college to to go a, you know a certain way. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see how it works out. I don't know. I'm very curious how this does it. I'm just afraid that they're going to botch this, and if they do it again. It just every time you do this, man, it puts them a year or two back because it takes a coach at least uh, uh, give them five years and leave the stinking guy alone. I don't care yeah. if he get, loses every game the first year, leave him alone, let him get his people, see what he does, shut up. And in five years, if he's only won like you know, um, 20, 30, 20 or 30 games, okay, see you, buddy. See Here's you. your money. Yeah. Here's a five year contract. And Malzahn did good. I mean, he, I mean, he had a positive record. Honestly, he honestly did. And I mean, he's got the most wins against Saban. Those those last probably his last two years, he did not yeah. recruit very well. No, and that caused Harson some trouble because there's there just wasn't a lot of hay in the barn at Auburn. No, I mean there just wasn't a lot of dudes. And he is, and people are on him about recruiting, but people are not certain if he's even going to be there. And the boosters like it that way because everything that Harson's trying to do, they go behind his back. And they try to stick him in the back. Uh, so they're just setting a guy up to not to be successful. So who, what kid wants to come play there? They would rather come to go play at Alabama or or go to Tennessee. Tennessee's Georgia. rocking right now. Yep. Georgia's always going to be recruiting. Alec, Coach Kelly, maybe you know Florida, Coach Napier. There's just other schools, man. And yep. these kids don't care. They don't care if you got a nice hot tub and a weight room. They just want to go get paid from. Johnny's car mark down the street making an NIL deal. Yeah, yeah, Milo's T, baby. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, let's talk about the game uh, Saturday. The game's going to kick at 11 o'clock. They'll be at home again. The next two games are at home. They're going to have um, LSU. Uh, they'll play them at night the week after yep. on uh, October 1st. So now uh, we know that uh, TJ is out. And I've heard a rumor. Tell me if I'm right. Something about a shoulder, a tackle, the way he landed. Yeah, something about he got hit in the first, about mid second quarter, I believe it was. He got hit pretty hard. I mean, just got blitz right up through the middle, hard pressure, and he uh, he he landed real weird on it, and he didn't really look right from there. And then I think he took a couple more hits in the third quarter, and that's when we saw Robbie Ashford come in in the fourth quarter and just finish the game off. Do you like Ashford? What's your thoughts on him? Ashford, uh, he he's a good ball player. He he was really good at Hoover, Alabama. Uh, with his baseball, he's he was a star baseball player, and he was apparently pretty good at Oregon too. Um, but uh, yeah, I, he 
I mean, yes, he's got some more developmental stuff he's got to get behind. Uh, just decision making, honestly. When to That's scramble. what it looks like to me. The, yeah. it just it's experience. Yeah, the game is still kind of fast right now. I yeah. think when the game slows down more, I, I'm pulling for the guy. I mean, they're saying they may even let Calzada. He may come in and play some. Yeah, if he if his if his shoulder injury. Well, yeah. no, wait a minute now. Is he having surgery? No, I. No, no, his uh, some he got hit when they went live during the spring, and uh, he's had some problems with it. I mean, they uh they flashed the camera over on him during the uh, Penn State game, and he was wearing a brace of some sort. Uh-huh. And I don't really know what's up with him because I honestly did not expect him to be the third string. I was expecting, I didn't either. Nobody. Did, I was man. expecting maybe second string. Let Robbie get some plays here and there. At worst, I thought he'd yeah. come in and win the job because I didn't think Finley. He's just not that good. He's okay, but you know they could ride. So they rode hard on their defense last year because yep. their defensive line was pretty good and they was getting good pushes on people. But this year, well, that's not the case. Our secondary too. Our secondary is very likely. I knew they was going to be vulnerable. Beat. Yeah, they're getting uh, they're getting beat. I do a lot of recruiting stuff in the summer and keep up with twenty four seven sports, and I'll talk about it on our show on Sunday nights. And uh, I knew they just wasn't getting guys in the portal. Oh, Miss Kiffin was just killing everybody on portals. He just oh, got God. a ton of kids, a lot. Yeah. Arkansas got a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Sam um, so, doing a pretty good job. I, absolutely. He was our coach of the year last year, but yep. Auburn's just not picking up the guys. So I, I may not do this Missouri. I mean, God dang it. Come on. You got to. Yeah, <laughs> I got, I got some notes right here. Um, majority of their defense is a zone defense. Uh, a lot of, a lot of I, I could see them playing uh, against. Uh, I think I, I watched a Louisiana State game uh, with a lot of the uh, Q. They have a dual threat QB at Louisiana State. With a lot of that, they kept a guy there in the center in the box to uh, make sure they didn't get outside the box on them. But they're going to be playing a lot of zone. Uh, they beat uh, Missouri beat a lot of people on the uh, or got beat a lot on the uh, crossing routes down the middle. I mean. They're just leaving that man there. He's vulnerable. He's got to sit there and watch QB. Their cornerbacks are getting burnt. Safety's getting burnt down deep. I mean, Robbie Asher's got an arm. I feel like we can get there, uh, get there pretty easily if we can just get the. Maybe have a good balance. Yeah, yeah. yeah tank like run can, the ball too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tank, Tank should have a lot of more touches against uh, Penn State. Um, gotta have more touches. He's a dude, man. I've covered him since high school. He is. Yeah, yeah he's special. We've uh, and we're lucky to still have him. <laughs> tell I you know. Truth, when I heard he, he was not leaving this summer, I was like, wow. I I thought he's going to burn out and go. Uh, you know, maybe come to Bama or something. He's from Georgia, you know, around Atlanta. Georgia. Yeah, Georgia I, I thought. Yeah, and. uh they, they play a lot of Wildcat with their uh, star wide receivers, a lot of Wildcat, even down in the 30, 20-yard line. They play a lot of Wildcat. They've done it. And the goal line formation, too. Um, they blitz a lot in the zone, too. They'll they'll leave everybody spaced out in the secondary and blitz three or four up the middle. Uh, the kick return team really slacks. I feel like we should be able to get down there, get down there quick, get the stop behind the – Behind the twenty-five, if we can, um, the QB is very lackluster when it comes to blitz. So if we can show some blitz and keep our man there, uh, that's the problem. That's going to be a problem. They've just not got pressure on guys. Nope, that's going to be a big. Because uh, Clifford big is problem. not good, man. I've never thought he was good at Penn State. 
Yeah. And he was just making them. He was just making. They were making. They were making us look stupid. Well, he yeah, they were just making themselves look good, and they're not that good. Penn State, I don't care. People was talking about them the other day. Um, Herb, I mean, uh, a cow herd. I call him cow turd. He was talking about him the other day, Colin, and I was like, yeah, Penn, come on, man, Penn State. Don't get all fluffed up on because Penn State beat Auburn. I, who picked? That's another thing. Who picked Auburn to beat and beat them? So they're all upside down about Penn State beating them. I know they beat them pretty bad, but who the only picked person Auburn that, to beat them? The only person that picked Auburn to win on the game day show was Luke Combs. It's the only person that did, and that's the guest picker. And I, I mean, I don't know why they're so they're blowing so bit much steam about it, but they were. I mean, they did give a lot of points. Well, I I like this. I like them against Missouri. Maybe they'll if they're either going to play inspired. Yeah, they're tired of hearing the crap. We just want to go play football. They're just they're young men. Uh, I think they go. I mean, it is at home, and it it's an early game, yeah. and it being at home, I like it being early. I think the guys are going to get up early. They're going to be excited. I think Auburn comes out and scores first and finds a way. But Missouri's probably going to come back in the second half and try to make it close. But um, I think with Tank's feet. I think Tank could just maybe be too much for him. Auburn wins this game. Yep, I think I think I, I don't know why we got away from the runs, run run game last game. I have according no idea. To Brian, according to Brian Harson, we don't know what's happening down there on the field. So, um, <laughs> I mean, Jarquez Hunter, he's a dog too. He yep. he needs to get some more touches. Yeah, I mean, maybe right. even play maybe even play a dual a a double running back set back there. In the yeah, back. I would. I mean, I mean, if you've got two, you've got two options back there in the set. You can see which way they're coming from. And then if you got two, you can beat them in the zone with the pass. I mean. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong running, uh, you know, run a wildcat. Run, you know, Ashford up there and then uh, turn to the sideline to get a play and then let him, you know, run out as on a receiver and let just tank step up, take a snap, and just let, and even, you know. And even down there in the goal line, maybe even get Shanker. I mean, Shanker's a big dude. He ain't no small dude. He can – he can power his way through, and he would be a good he'd – be, he'd be a good option for the Wildcat if Auburn chose to go with the Wildcat play against Missouri to just punch some extra points and get some motivation behind behind the players, get a little – get them feeling good about themselves again. Yeah, red zone offense. Um, you know, I've seen around here high school teams here too. You get down there and you can't put it in, man. That, I mean, that's just – it's demoralizing. It makes the kids feel bad, and it makes them feel defeated. And it, so the coaches have to make sure they're getting the right plays in. Um, yep. You know, and that's on Brian. And everything, that's what he don't never – he's never mentioned how it's not his fault. Nope. It is. I mean, it everything from the play calls because you're the head guy, so it goes through you. If you don't like it, change it. Yep. A lot of it – I think a lot of it has to do with the boys of the offense that is, that is very true in pride. And Brian Harson, and you can tell it if you watch some old game film. You can tell it's X's and O's. Boise offense, he run. Is it just um, is it too vanilla, and it's just not good enough because of the people they're playing here, the talent that they're going against? These guys that are from the south here, it's just not. They're just too good for it, and they can just beat it. Do you think that's what it is? Yeah, yeah. I think it's too. I think it's too dumbed down. I think it's way too. Like, yeah, you got – I mean, you, you get some good players out there in Boise. I mean, you're the main school out there in Idaho, so you're going to pick up a lot of the guys. Um, Lost your mic on there on this games, but it, he's not – he's not a guy that's going to get them to an SEC championship. Yeah. 
Bobo's just it's it maybe it's, it's kind of personal with me, I guess. I just don't. I never when he play. I watched him play at Georgia. I just never thought he was that good. Yeah. He's he's back at Georgia again. Uh, I forgot about that. And you know we had his son as a commitment for a long time because I guess he thought his daddy was going to stay there and then he decommitted once his daddy left. But he was a pretty good offensive lineman player. I mean, he yeah, was good. And I mean that was a that was a major loss for Auburn. Yeah. Because that was a big hope for Mike Bobo to bring his son in. He I'm is good now. O-line. He's good. He's better than his dad. I just mm-hmm. never – I don't know what it is. He he just he just couldn't ever finish the job. And Georgia's had a lot of those players and, and uh, that just could never really get over that hump. And sometimes it could have been play calling. And, you know, I was young, uh, probably in my 20s when Bobo mm-hmm. was there at Georgia. And um, – you know they've just always had a hard time, and then they they finally get over the Bama hump. And I, um, before we get off, I'll I'll ask you your top five. But to me, right now, um, you know Georgia's one. I had Bama at three. I got Ohio State too. I like USC and probably Oklahoma or Michigan in the top fives. I got Clemson outside, like at six. Who do you like for a top five? I want to go for eight. Top five. And I know Michigan's not really. Tested. Oh, who, who, who is though? Georgia. Who the heck's Georgia? Dude, have you looked at their schedule? I nearly fell out in here. I didn't know. I hadn't. We usually look a week ahead. I went and looked like two or three. They don't play nobody until like October, um, late into October, like third week in October. It's terrible. Like they ought yeah. to, they should repeat. Uh, I, yeah, like I like Georgia maybe number one. Alabama. I don't see Ohio State in number three. I really don't. Just because the lackluster against Notre Dame and everybody thought Notre Dame was going to be like that and Notre Dame's falling off. I get it, it was week one, but I think this week will be a big tell when they play when they play Wisconsin. They've got Wisconsin this week, it sounds like. That'll be a that'll be a big a big game to test really uh Ohio State this year, but Honestly, I feel like I would jump jump USC up to four. Uh, yeah, I think they're playing as they're playing as good as anybody right now. Now yeah. I don't say they're going to win a national championship. No, no, no. But I think the offense looks good. You got the uh, Atkins kid, and, and yeah. of course you got Caleb Williams. I mean, he's. I, I'm, we don't do no early high. I don't want anybody. Why does anybody do a Heisman right now? Don't Please know. don't do it. Please yeah. don't. It's so crazy. Uh, there's no yeah. way we know. But, uh, yeah, I like USC up there four or five. And some people have um, have Texas. I think uh, Joel Klatt, I do a lot of reaction videos with him. Uh, I think he's got Texas at 10. You know, I, you know, yeah, I guess. Tennessee, I, I can see Tennessee eight or nine right there in that area. Um, I feel like – does Tennessee play Kentucky this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think they play – it'd be in November. It'll be yeah. towards the end. It's like Alabama over. Yeah, that'll really decide that. That right there will really decide that Kentucky, Tennessee, because I mean Hendon Hooker's from around here. Um, he he's from Winston, played or from Greensboro, played at Northern, and uh, my my buddy uh, or my one of my favorite teachers I ever had in high school. He was his offensive coordinator in high school, and when he went to uh, he's from Virginia Tech. He went to Virginia Tech and transferred in to uh, Tennessee, and 
he's really he's really helped Tennessee turn turn something into nothing or nothing into something. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, I, I really like his play. Now, if there is early Heisman, I, I'd have to throw his name in the hat. I yeah, thought he's, I thought he's and you know we liked AK the you know Richardson, but uh, he didn't look good this week. I mean, he's yeah. running the touchdown, he's throwing picks, and he's not thrown like any touchdowns, low passing yards. His completion percentage was QBR was like 30. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what's happened to him. Uh, Napier's got more problems, I think, than he thought, you know what I'm saying? Getting in down yeah. there. But I feel like, I feel like that was a really good jump for Billy Napier though. Oh, like that was, that was the perfect, perfect jump from Louisiana to Florida was probably one of the best jumps he could have probably done at that yeah. time. That was I like him. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna do fine there. Yeah. Uh, but everybody's so so fast now on winning, and it's Saban's fault. And I don't know why these people have forgotten how struggle you know that Saban had those first three or four years. Man, mm-hmm. they didn't have no winning football. He was playing with you know John Parker Wilsons, and they they were not that good. Um, it takes time, man. You give a guy four or five years. Yeah. But they everybody wants to try to beat Bama now, and now they want to beat Georgia. Just, I wish people would just stop trying to play another team. I always talk kids, and we was talking about it with some coaches today. Well, yesterday I was out visiting with a team up here. They're a, a private school, um, and he's got got a younger kind of team. They're going to be really good. And I was like, they have to stop playing the team. You're in football. You're supposed to play yourself. You challenge yourself. I taught my son that every play, challenge yourself to be better each play. And then by each play, then you're better by the quarter. Then you become better by the game. And I think Auburn's just got into that. They've got into they're they're so focused on, oh my God, we gotta go out here, we gotta beat Missouri. Just try to be better each play. And I don't hear none of that from the talk. And and maybe Cadillac is because he's a guy from over here in Gadsden that's close to us. Maybe the assistants are. They got some good young assistants at Auburn. So, yeah, I feel like I feel like those veteran guys, the former Auburn guys, Trevon Reed, all them. I feel like I feel like they've got a whole lot more say in the program than everybody really realizes they have to say. Because, I mean, they they were on campus before Brian Horseman was on campus before his before his coordinators were on campus. They know they know the Auburn way. Then they're an Auburn man. They're an Auburn true and tied. You know, so it's it's going to be. It's going to be a weird season. Uh, I said it was going to be a weird season from the beginning, at the beginning of the year. Um, it's just, what what is it going to take, really? I mean, what what can you finish? What what realistically can you end the season with? And can you get a bowl game? I mean, that honestly, a bowl game's big to the boosters at Auburn. If you get yeah, a bowl game, you possibly, yeah, possibly, uh, possibly keep your job. That's a good question. Um, we'll end it with that then. The bowl game, you know, stuff. Coming into the season, no one recruiting. I keep up with it and knew, knowing who they had coming and who they had coming back. I expected Calzada to be better. Yep. Obviously, he's not. Um, obviously, the Alabama game he won was – he just kept it close and they had a kicker that made a kick and won the game. Alabama didn't play very well. Um, but um, I thought, well – I'm looking for them to win seven, you know, and now I'm thinking six. And now some people are saying five. And now if they fire him, you know, in, uh, you know, mid-October here, 
um, and put uh, who are they going to put, you know, some intern there, one of the assistants in charge. I don't. It's like it might be Trevon Reed if they do. He's, he's, he's got a lot of say around Auburn. He's one of the better guys that come out of Auburn. So. I did like one thing Harson said, something like, I, I, we already talked about how I didn't like how he didn't take any ownership of what happened, but, um, you know, he was saying uh, about rah-rah, you know, and how that's not going to fix any things. Those are words that are being said to, you know, excite players and, and, you know, we can do those things, but, you know, where we need to fix the problem is, is executing. And that was, that's really what I got from that. He was just kept saying, it felt like he was saying, he wanted to say, we're giving them the plays. They're just not running them right. They're running the wrong routes and they're hitting the wrong keys. Our linebackers are missing the, the, the wrong spots. That's what it felt like he wanted to say, but it's trying to be nice. Yeah. Um, and he seems like a he seems like a a get after it coach. He seems like a coach that yes. will that go in that locker room and peel the paint off the walls. He seems that he may not be, but it seems that way. Yeah, and I mean, we lost the most guys in the transfer portal that any other school lost last year. And I feel yeah. like they were so used to the – so lack easy of Gus Miles on that when they come in here to a hard cutthroat guy like Ryan Harson, it just shook them out of their shoes and they weren't ready for something like that. Yeah, yeah, that, that may have – do you think they make a bowl game this year, I guess? I mean, that's I know it's too far ahead, but I want to guess yes, but I – we just don't know what's going to happen, man. These next few weeks, yeah. Uh, yeah, we need to get back together. Like um, after they play Georgia, we need yeah. to do this again. Let's give it a week or two and see how this plays out, and see how the coach stuff. So they have Missouri, LSU, Georgia, and by the first of all, or maybe we'll do it before the Georgia game. We'll do it before or after whatever whatever you want to do. We'll we'll do this again, um, and we'll talk about it and see what we think about Coach Harson again. When we'll talk about the players. We'll see where Ashford's at, how he's looked over these few weeks. If he's going to be playing the next two or three weeks like we are assuming right now, yeah. which assumptions don't do nothing but, you know, make butts out of me and both. But we just don't know. And it's hard to do what we kind of like to do and enjoy, you know, doing media and prediction for yeah. our football. But with Auburn right now, man, good luck. It's just yeah, it's, don't know. It's all over the place right now. Well, dude, I appreciate your time. And uh, yeah. it was fun. And uh, keep doing what you're doing and and, and uh, pray about it. And God will put you on it, man. And yeah. don't let nobody change what, how you do it. Always be yourself. And uh, we'll, we'll get back together. Uh, Jake from A&M, I'm going to try to get back with him too in, in next week. I'm going to try to do this. I like to do this more with our primetime yeah. sports people. I'm kind of the old guy. And yeah. I'm, I'm kind of – all over SEC, and uh, you yep. know we do. Like I got Auburn stuff here, yep. I got Georgia stuff here, and Alabama, and we just kind of yep. cover everybody. But I like to bring all you guys in each week, or I like to have it where each week, like I got the Ole Miss guy on um, Arkansas, I'll have Jacob on, yeah, uh, you know, and that way we're promoting you, you know, what yep. y'all are doing, and we're trying to build up, you know, what we're maybe could doing be some, yeah, Primetime Sports Network, yep. Thank you for having me. Yeah, bro. Absolutely. Hayden, have a great weekend. Enjoy your day tomorrow. I'm going to be at a, a big high school football game tomorrow, guys. Uh, if you are watching today and it's Thursday, uh, Piedmont will be hosting Aniston. It's a big 3A, 4A matchup here locally. And then uh, Friday, I'm going to try to do a 
cover some center versus Mumford. And I need, I'm going to go out to Sandrock. They play West End. So that's kind of what I'm doing. And I always catch us here Sunday nights at six for the Matt and Todd show. And uh, we'll be breaking down all the stuff from local and we'll have all these games to talk about and um, see how our SEC is doing. And uh, y'all just hang in there, Auburn fans. And I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I Nobody wish I could knows. tell you. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. All right, Hayden, I appreciate you, brother. Yep, send me a text of where that coach is going, and I'll I'll shoot back to you if I know what okay. I know. About, what I know. Yeah, about absolutely. I can kind of give right. them ups and ups about it all. Yeah, keep in touch and um, hit me with some scores during the game or something, and tell me what you think, and that way, you know, we can have notes, swing bounce off stuff, and talk about stuff. Yep. All right, thank you. All right, homie. Yes, sir. See you, buddy.